This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome to the show! <laughs> I'm starting to like that quite a bit. <laughs> it's hilarious to, to get out there and act like you're the Jimmy Fallon of podcast world. No, not that great, not that important. But, welcome back to the You Went to Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn, coming to you from the armpit of Utah, the You Went to Basin. Yeah, yep. Thank you for uh, sitting in with me on this solo episode. All right, today I'd really want to uh, talk about Mr. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin has been accused. Well, he hasn't been accused. He is the one that pulled the trigger on a gun, a prop gun. That was in where they were shooting a a Western movie. He's been accused of pulling the trigger and killing his cinematographer. That's a hard word. Cinematographer. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, just quiz you guys a little bit on that. Uh, uh, You know, I mean, is he at fault where he is an actor... And he gets to play with guns. And sometimes they're real guns. And sometimes they're mostly prop guns. But is this a muzzle control thing? Is this uh, know your rifle? Know your pistola? I'm not sure what to think about this. You know, somebody has to be responsible for killing this lovely looking uh, girl. You know, it's it's a shame that this has happened on a set it's almost like it was vindictive and planned out um i don't think it was alec baldwin if you see him off the set he's uh he's just not somebody that even really spends a lot of time around guns so apparently this was a single shot single action revolver that you have to pull the hammer back and pull the trigger to shoot. And so when you pull the hammer back, it usually it usually spins the cylinder to the next uh, 
open uh, magazine hole. But, so, I don't know. It doesn't seem right. Why would we have a live round on a, a, a site like that? It's just crazy. It's crazy. Somebody's got to be responsible. And should uh, Alec Baldwin actually be held for it and sent to jail? I mean, the guy's probably in his late 60s, maybe early 70s. And, you know, I mean, you go to prison for something like that. And, man, you know, it's like a death sentence. You're pretty much there and dead. And dead. I mean, that's basically what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I know that I grew up around guns and ammunition. And by hell, if somebody hands me a gun, first thing I do is open the action. Take the magazine. Look at the clip. I make sure that I have not been handed a loaded gun. Because I take this stuff seriously. And I mean really seriously. I don't think that uh, even a prop gun should... A prop gun should be treated the same way. Now, granted, I played laser tag. That was fun. We knew that was a, uh, a toy. You know, we played with cap guns. Boom, boom, boom as a kid. But on these sets with guns that are, are, are made of steel, are heavy to hold, that are actually real. They're supposed to have blanks in them. But somebody slipped a bullet in. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know. Give me some feedback. Give me some feedback on that. Um, also, uh, they found uh, Brian Laundrie's remains in uh, that park in Florida. And partials of his skull and some body. They won't give out the full deal. I don't know if it's uh, uh, somebody actually knocked him off or the family members of her uh, went after him and, and took care of him. But uh, it doesn't look right to have just partial skull. I don't know. The Moab police probably should have actually uh, stopped that and probably put him in jail when the domestic violence goes on. And, you know, I mean, those guys in Moab, hats off to them. They're dealing with tourists all day. And, I mean, tourists come from every place around. You know, to hold up somebody in a jail cell overnight when it wasn't a planned vacation, I guess it probably would have been a smart idea. But I could see in their eyes that maybe maybe we just let this one go. But somebody's going to be held responsible there. I guarantee that uh, they'll do a civil suit and go after the police down there in Moab. It's crazy. Crazy the life that we're living in right now and, and world. Things are so scrambled. Fuels, gas is over $4 a gallon. Uh COVID is in the air and it's such a divided battle between get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated. I think it's crazy right now. We probably just need to step up as Americans and and just 
work together again. Work together. Be proud. Yep. Um, do you think and feel that <laughs> 90s, well, 90s, Generation X, do you think that uh, they're at fault from the baby boomers uh, giving us, you know, Benadryl and uh, Dimatap and NyQuil and Paragoric? Oh, my good God, Paragoric. I remember mom chased me around the spoon. That is about the nastiest medicine. That's, I think, why Mary Poppins came out with that that song. Just a spoonful of sugar lets the medicine go down. Helps the medicine, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the reason why. But, I, you know, giving that stuff to us to make us sleep and rest easy, do you think that is a cause for our chemical dependency in adults in my age, the 45-year-olds? I think so. Damn it, parents. Look what you did to us. <laughs> um, we've been out hunting still. Uh, enjoying the weather. Uh, the elk hunt started off a little cold, a little snowy, a little wet. Um, that's a given. That's usually the sign of the seasons changing. Um, it got colder. And then it warms back up for our deer hunt usually. Now, we have a storm coming in tomorrow, I believe, which is uh, Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday. It'll come out Wednesday, and which will be the 27th. Um, so, yeah, storm tomorrow. That'll probably drive our deer down. Now, I don't have a tag right now. My son does. So I'm, I'm out helping him uh, get one. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, we've covered a lot of country. We're putting in about um, eight to 10 uh, miles a day, rough country, ups and down hills, over tree logs, you name it. <clears throat> All types of terrain. We've been up in the snow, we've been down in the desert, but we're, we are definitely having a blast in doing this. Um, I did get home from uh, hunts yesterday. And towards the evening, over here to the south of my house, about a little southeast, and about a mile away as the crow flies. Um, Skinwalker Ranch was lit up. Apparently they had two lasers that are pointed in the air. I don't know what they're doing. It is getting close to Halloween. It's it's very uh, entertaining to me to see this kind of things because you know we grew up in this community that we didn't ever have one of those lights you know even concert lights uh you know that kind of things that you know that you see in 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 movies but we are on the map out here um tourism must be at a peak out here because of this this uh new skinwalker ranch it's a definitely a huge interest and very entertaining to people out there that you know i guess have uh satellite tv you know but i don't know i like it it brings back some good to us and hopefully we get some revenue and uh, build some bars and grills and (laughs) fake the basin 
the basin again. <laughs> Make it better. Yeah. Um, cancel culture. I'd like to talk a, a little bit with, uh, you know, uh, John Gruden uh, and his deal. Um, this this is a guy that, you know, screwed up. And I'm not so sure that, you know, I mean, he, he'll never, he'll never be a coach in the NFL again or probably an analyst. And he's made his money. He's probably sitting back going, yeah, it's about time for me to retire. But, you know, the bad thing about that is, is he lost all of his Hall of Fame, his recognition, all that, you know, as one of the go, go down with one of the greatest coaches. I mean, with John Madden, you know, those kind of people. It's it's a damn shame to to see it get canceled out like that. I uh, think that uh, uh, John Gruden was a great uh, coach out there. He he was very brilliant and smart, but what he did was wrong, and I'm I will point that out. Yes, um, do you think that people have the tendency to say something in the past or write something, and do you think that they could be forgiven at this day and time? I I think that uh, I'm willing to sport a chance on somebody like that, you know. Um, that doesn't mean that he gets all of his benefits back into the NFL or not, in my opinion. But I think that we are different people. We evolve every day. I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. So maybe he said something bad 20 years ago, and if he was sincere and apologized, maybe that he can live a decent life. I mean, what if the guy decided that, Man, I've screwed up and everything. And he committed suicide. Now, it goes back to the same kind of concept. You know, one person, an eye for an eye. So, why do we need to be that way? And how far do we go back? Because I'm pretty sure that uh, there's people in the past that have uh, got out there and spoke their mind, said things in a heated discussion that they didn't mean. Now it's getting brought on the table. So, basically, if somebody's sincere and apologize, I think that we should uh, try to give him a chance, um, but not in a professional image like that, a sports hero um, coach. So my son and I were up on the mountain today, and and uh, I... Uh, Jumped out of the vehicle and I threw uh, a GPS radio in my pocket. Um, we were in an area today that uh, there's no way I could get lost. <laughs> but um, in the past uh, few hunts that we've gone out on um, that I have left it back at the pickup truck, I kicked myself in the ass a few times because I didn't have it with me. So I thought, you know what? I'll just hold that little radio on. So I turned it on as soon as I leave the truck, which is a, uh, something I usually do when I'm hunting. Um, mark the vehicle. You know, I mean, you don't know if you're going to be walking in the dark. I have been in desert areas in the dark when it's pitch black, and I have not been able to find my way back to the vehicle without my GPS. So very handy item to have, uh, you know, something that's lightweight and it's a log man it's your diary it's it's uh everything that i see out in the open i mark it and then i remember those things and i always have a waypoint to get back to but rambling on again um i put that gps in my pocket it has a two-way radio built in and i'm walking up 
excuse me, the trail, and uh, it starts talking. Apparently, we're on the same channel as the people in the valley that we're hunting in. And they're all curious to see what the pickup up pickup truck that's parked up the road is. <laughs> well, I'm out helping my son get an animal. He's dressed all in orange and I'm camoed out. You know, um, probably should have probably a good orange hat on, but I did not today. Um, the wind's blowing 100 miles an hour. Um, literally howling up there hurricane speeds I, it was miserable and now i'm home and it's like nice outside and mild <laughs> but we were getting frigid air coming in um from the south which is crazy so it's circulating around and there's snow up there on the mountain where we're at um we're walking up the hill and the one guy's just wondering what we're doing so we're listening we're not talking back we're kind of being quiet and he says uh let's use these guys to our advantage a little bit you know see that guy up there on the hill in the orange they couldn't see me um the one guy says hey hey joe there's two bucks down here which my son and i both turn around and kind of look at each other for a second because in the state of utah it's illegal to radio or phone somebody to pursue game and we both go, we know better than this, you know. I, I, you know, I mean, it's a it's a bad deal. It's nice to communicate, but you can't be stalking something and say, hey, I need backup. Or let's put it in a scenario like this. You got uh, a lion treed with hounds. Can you get on the phone because you know somebody with the tag? No, it's illegal. But basically this guy says, okay. We got some bucks down here, and uh, somebody want them? No answer. You hear the wife get on. Where are the bucks at? Well, they're up here in this canyon. We're just listening. This is entertainment for us. He says, if nobody's going to come get them, I'll just make sure that uh, we've got one, got them down. And boom, boom, we hear two shots. One guy says, well, one got up, uh, went over the hill, but I got a deer down if somebody wants to come and tag it. <coughs> this is not right. You should be the one with the tag to kill your animal. And these are the things that are going on around us at all time. Now, I don't like a game warden breathing down my neck all the time. But... We could monitor a little bit better and pay attention to what's going on with the state of Utah. You know, uh, we constantly are seeing things that are illegal. Um, and nobody, there's a, it just keeps going on and going on. Now, they want you to be anonymous and, and turn in poachers and things like that. You know, I think that karma goes around comes around you'll find something else that's bad but uh these are just the experience that i'm seeing during our hunts right now and it's getting out of hand and we need to be better and i mean better with that being said that uh are you into basement 
podcast site, we're starting to receive some uh, picks from some good harvests, some good bull elk. Uh, shout out to Mr. Coy Stringham. I seen his uh, uh, tote of a buck that he got, and man, hats off to you, buddy. That that's a nice looking buck, but. I'll try to get with him and see if I can get him to share it to where it's public and so that we can get it on uh, our group site. So um, it needs to be shared. Um, I love it. Yeah, keep sending those harvest picks in. Um, you could send them in. You could private message them. You could email them to me or you could put them on Facebook or the Instagram. Um, okay, now get those pens and papers out. It's time for a recipe. <laughs> All you pasta lovers out there, this is going to be awesome. So, oh, here we go. This is my vodka penne. All right, let's go with the ingredients first here. Three tablespoons of butter one tablespoon of olive oil three cloves of garlic finely chopped now you can go fresh or you can use the ones out of the jar that you get at the store I find that a little bit more convenient for me to use um, you know because then you got a big jar and you just take a teaspoon out and call it a clove every time so one third of a cup Onions, chopped. One-third of a cup. Prosciutto, chopped. Three chicken cutlets, cut into half-inch pieces. Two-thirds of a cup of vodka. Um, and the, the thing about vodka is, is if you do use it, it doesn't mean you're going to get drunk. It's just a theatrical uh, element that, that adds to it. I, you really can't even taste it, in my opinion. Either that or I've, I've drank a little bit too much vodka before. <laughs> Two-thirds of a cup heavy cream. A half a cup of black olives, chopped. This is optional. I always have put them in so I don't know what it tastes like without them. I love it. One t tablespoon of parsley chopped. A half a teaspoon of pepper. One 16 ounce package of penne pasta. And three tablespoons of Parmesan cheese grated. We used to call that stinky cheese when I was a kid. Like uh, stinky feet cheese. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That always stuck in my head. All right, here we go. Heat the butter and oil in a skillet over medium heat. Saute garlic and onion in the butter mix. Stir in the chicken and prosciutto. Cook thoroughly. Stir occasional to keep it cooked. Cook the chicken till it's brown. 
stir in the vodka. Heat over high heat. Now the tricky part. Careful, and I mean very carefully, ignite the vodka in the pan. This is going to put a blue light flame off. I would tell you that make sure that you have a pan that you could put a lid on because if your flame does get too high, sometimes people have a conventional oven or a microwave oven above a stovetop and not an uh, actual vent that catcher, catches the flame. It'll burn out quickly, but this is not something you want to throw water on. This is something that you'll cover and it'll it'll just push the flame out. But when the flame dies, everybody just before before when you put the flame on, just get an audience around you. It's it's fun because everybody's like, oh look, look at this person's master chef. He's like, no, I just put vodka in it. Um, when the flame is out, reduce the heat, simmer, uncover for thirty minutes. And just cook the pasta according to the directions. When cooked, stir in the vodka sauce and serve. Top with Parmesan grated cheese. And you put the little sprinkles of parsley on top. That's my vodka penne. I serve it with a good sourdough French bread. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Wonderful. I cannot complain about it. Um, crowd pleaser. It makes enough for people. I'm going to say you get six servings out of this. And add some bread to it with some good butter, a nice salad. You're you're sitting like you're at the Olive Garden. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, uh, we're still the official... Uh, first podcast of the Uinta Basin. I love it. I hope that we get a few more out here and start our own little uh, pod community. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'd be great. Um, but uh, this is uh, episode number 20. Man, I can't believe I've been doing these for 20 times now. <laughs> it's great. Um, we've got more futuristic things to come out. Um, working on all kinds of things. It is getting cold, so the studio is getting a little chilly. So I, I have to plan, uh, pre-plan, get everything warm beforehand before we sit in here. And it's a beautiful day outside right now. And you can hear the chickens in the background and the people building the house that are next door and probably the dogs barking and whatnot. But hey, this is life. We're normal. We are people too. And we, we just like to express ourselves. But, uh, yeah, get a hold of me or Cody on any one of our uh, social uh, platforms. Um, it's Cody Giles and it's Quinn Cole on uh, uh, Facebook. This podcast, if you just want to get a good email out or have something we want to bring up on this show the show yeah um write it into me um if you want to be on the show email me 
Email me some criteria. Tell me why you want to be on the show. Tell me a little bit about yourself so that I can get you to me. You know, um, we need to know a little bit about people before we want to get them on here and the story behind them. And, you know, I mean, we need to, to put out at least an hour of content back and forth. So if you tell me about yourself and, and send us a, uh, an email, that'd be wonderful. That way it's not public. And we will not throw you under the bus, guaranteed. But, yep, get a hold of us. And uh, this is episode 20 in the books. And I am out. Yeah, I, 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 I,